sometimes you just want to believe in magic. And you realize that's okay. This is the Wayward Podcast. Okay. Wait. Okay. We're recording. We're in a so hotel room. I was just, uh, Kim and I had already decided on this uh, topic, but I was showing her a video of um, my daughter doing an experiment at home, which I think everybody has done, which is the volcano experiment. Um, and, you know, I'll ask Jose and Valentina if I can post it. And I'm sure that they'll be fine with it. And if I can, I'll post it. But, um,. It's the thing where you pour the thing into the volcano. Yeah, and you make it, the volcano and the lava erupts. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, you know, fizzy stuff. Um, and her face was unbelievable because you forget that little kids have never seen this happen before. They're not, you know, immersed in live chemistry and science experiments really yet. So he pours the thing in the volcano and she literally gasps and covers her mouth with wide eyes and just watches this volcano lava erupting and she can't believe it. And it's the most exciting video I've seen of her in a long time. And you're just like, Oh man, remember when you believed in magic, magic. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we wanted to talk about a little bit in this episode. Now that leads me directly to, to think about what was my first experience in believing in magic and then realizing that it didn't exist was Santa. Oh, like I remember <clears throat> when I remember the feeling when I found out that Santa, sorry, spoiler for some <laughs> of you, <laughs> uh, Santa did not exist. Um, I hope nobody that young is listening to we this podcast. We all just ruined Christmas. <laughs> um, is that I remember thinking, oh God, magic doesn't exist and that made me so sad because I, I wanted so yeah. badly to believe in magic I used to wish on stars that Oz was real like that was my I would fervently be like please let Oz exist Oz like Wizard of Oz mm-hmm. Why? but I read all the books oh, like all right. the books so anybody who has read all of the books I have first edition Oz books uh-huh. like the Scarecrow and the Patchwork Girl and TikTok and all of them and I wanted magic to be real so badly. Mm. And when did you find out that it wasn't? I don't... Ah! Pause. Why is someone calling me? See, when did you find out? No, that's magic. Mm. I have to stretch a little bit. Okay, Brianna's gonna stretch. Um, okay, so when did I realize magic... Oh, this is going to be a very emotional podcast for me, actually. Um... I didn't. I still think it's real. Mm. I've discovered still, a new kind of magic. I is... still, I still fucking believe in. I believe in fairies. Mm. I believe in. I don't think they manifest the way I assumed they did mm-hmm. when I was a child, which is with the same senses I'm used to dealing with when I drive in traffic. But I still believe in magic I believe over the last couple years so one of the reasons Kim and I wanted to talk about this is because I wanted to talk about uh, astrology and mysticism which is something that I think is becoming slightly trendy right now dare I say but also uh, it's kind of trendy in a way that's 
giving people a practice which centers them. So what's wrong with that trend? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Go for it. Um, uh, I'm going to sit down in case you can't hear me. I just needed to stretch because we've been sitting for a while. Um, so the stuff that I believe in now is like, like I pull tarots every day, tarot cards, and the tarot cards I pull are always exactly what I'm thinking to a weird point. And as people, you know, naysayers, which I used to be, would say when it comes to stuff like that or horoscopes, you would find a way to relate to the thing that Mm -hmm. is being said or whatever. Um, but I don't believe that I kind of am always like, no, something is causing me to pull this exact card, which is exactly what I was thinking. Even, you know, in the last episode we recorded, Kim and I were like, oh my God, we were so aligned. Like we're saying the same things and things were coming up that were exactly like, you know, the other person was thinking. I feel like there is, like you said, a kind of magic in that, but I don't believe in the bibbidi bobbidi boo magic, which to me was the magic that I was told as a child. Nobody, I didn't, wasn't told as a child that, that the universe is protecting you. I was told I was, I was, I was uh, raised in a kind of religion, uh, united Christianity, which was, you know, a belief in a faith, but it wasn't strict. So I don't know anything about it. I went mm-hmm. to Bible school and I have no, I don't, I don't, you could tell me about the Bible and I'd be like, is that a TV show? <laughs> I don't, I have no idea. Um, but Uh, yeah, as a child, it was like fairy tale magic or religion, but there wasn't anything that was like in the stars, you know what I mean? Or anything that was in the planets or things that I really believe in now, you know, nature. It was more about power. It was more about either teachings, I guess. Okay. Okay. Cause I, all right. I think that was my early, that was my early, like, on the one hand, the bibbidi bobbidi boo magic was people who had a power I didn't. Sure. Who had power yeah. to make things happen. Yeah. Like, and then the other side was, That's no, true. no, no. The only power is God. God makes everything happen. Right. And so in between there, where did I, how did I fit and find? And I think there is a lot of like bouncing back and forth and back and forth. And now... I'm much less about the power and more about the resonance. What's that mean? Um, so my thinking is this. I have five senses, and I've probably gone through this on the podcast before. I have five senses. They all respond to different vibrational stimulation. Yeah. Are you going to tell me that my five simple human senses detect all the vibrations of everything that is emitted in all of existence. No. Like, it's a proven fact. There are light waves my eyes don't even see. Exactly. And I have eyeballs. Yeah. So there's shit that vibrates that my five senses that are attached to my brain Mm -hmm. might not pick up. Mm -hmm. But there's other receptors in my being. And I believe that my heart, my feelings, my emotions, my spirit, the part of me that will, that, that existed before I had a body, the part of me that will exist after I have a body. I believe those have receptors. Hmm. 
but they aren't necessarily neurologically wired to my brain. So how do I learn to listen to those receptors? So you were talking about things, so things specifically you said, like that I clocked emotions and spirit. Those are not in any way, well, emotions could be considered science through chemical secretions and things like Mm -hmm. that. But spirit is not considered science in any way. Right. I think so. Well, they're, they're doing, they're doing, I guess, yes. String theory and 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 want like they have now, you know, clocked the God particle and it's like, okay. So I think it's very natural that when we're in a body, we want to, uh, frame all of our experience in a way that reaffirms our body mm-hmm. exists. So therefore, my brain is in charge. But the things I believe, quote unquote, spirit, uh, ma- uh, fairies, not to be confused with, I also believe in angels, teachers, guides, whatever they are, spirits without bodies that are present and attuned mm-hmm. to me and will help guide me if I fucking slow down and listen to them. Mm-hmm. Um I had a meditation this morning where I was sobbing because I felt so held and so loved. And to me, I have no problems calling that magic. Mm. Because for me, the word magic is just something that doesn't start in my brain. It starts with a different set of receptors. And then my brain just has to go, fuck, I can't, I can do, I can do nothing to argue with that, I guess we just have to honor the fact that you just had an experience. So do do you feel like your new understanding or love of this, your, your magic, um, came at a specific time? I vividly remember meeting my first witch in college. Mm. Uh, there was a crystal shop across from our dorms. And this is late '80s, and I went in. Now and this crystals woman, na- now are quite popular. Were they then in like, Ashland? Yeah, I was gonna say like I feel like there was a time before my time where it was like how it is now. Yeah, where it was like everybody was into it. It was it. I wouldn't say everybody, but I was drawn to it. It was yeah. the first time I uh, discovered tarot. Mm-hmm. It was, um, but the crystals and this woman offered to give me a reading and I didn't know what that meant, but I was down and, uh, and all, I just, I remember being, first of all, trying to figure out how this woman who'd never met me knew things that were true about me. Mm -hmm. And that was confusing. Because there is definitely the mind game you can play where it's like, now, do you have a man in your life that whose name, uh, his name starts with a J. Uh, it's a J name. And you're like, of course, you, that's, I, I mean, if you think of it, you're triggered, you're going to affirm exactly. it and then go yeah. down that road. But also there's just things that go in your heart when someone sees you who you've never met before that it, it was just an experience. And so I was, from then on, I've been fascinated. I have always had a tarot deck. Um, I like the Aquarian deck a lot just because it's peaceful and beautiful and and very art deco. Do you read um, tarot cards without a guidebook? No. 
I always have a book. No, nope, I've have learned. A book. I've been to tarot workshops where they teach you how to do that, and I yeah. always try to look at a tarot first and go, "What do I feel from this?" Yep. and then read it. But I love a guidebook. I do too. They're good. At, they're I good at explaining too. them. It helps. How do you feel about reverse cards? Depends. I my guidebook my always reads. I have I think four different oracle decks, or, or oracle or tarot decks, and the reverse cards are always read as negative, and so I don't like having any reverse cards in my deck. Isn't that oh, funny? I sometimes I need to be told that I'm being fucking negative. Yeah. Sometimes. Do you have the um the animal the totems? No. Oh, I love that one because it's spirit guides. Mm -hmm. And that is also, this is the other thing, is that a little bit of knowledge can be a very offensive thing, I've found. Um, like the last one when we were talking about the photograph where I was wearing both the Star of David oh, and yeah. the cross yeah. just to kind of like point home this thing. There are things like spirit guides. Well, that's that's a pretty offensive assumption for me to make when mm -hmm. I am not Native American. Mm -hmm. So um, I am now much more cautious and respectful mm -hmm. with a lot of those things yeah. where I'm like, oh, this is this resonates with me, but I yes. am not entitled to it. No, there's and there's a big conversation right now around um, cult, cultural appropriation and the new spiritual trend that's happening. Mm -hmm. Sa saging. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. That's a big one that people love to do make jokes about and you're like wow that's a that is a that's a big cultural um thing in a culture that's not ours yeah um well and it's not just cult i think it's not just indigenous and people sacred though. it's african-american people too it's like it's like it's like i don't know wearing a yarmulke as a fashion statement exactly like exactly. no fucking it's sacred yeah so that that was a uh, uh, something that's been pointed out recently that i went oh that's fascinating you know me i love a note and we all have to t take note and, you know, be cautious that there are a lot of us and it's good to share, but it's also good to um, be aware of where things originate and be respectful of that. Yeah. And know? I think that's that's the same thing with like crystals right now. It's very mm -hmm. easy to say, oh, this means this and this means this and this means this. And um, my daughter has always been a, a rock girl. Yeah. Like Valentina she too. goes into the crystal shops and starts assigning people stones yeah. and she's dead on. Um, and on the one hand, I like it because it says, Oh, this, this vibrates this way. Mm -hmm. Again, that, that resonance that I'm, but the other side of me says, I remember once when we were talking about, uh, channeling mm -hmm. and the, the, source that was teaching me my response was what if this is just my imagination mm -hmm. and the source said that's all we have mm. so yeah. what yeah like who fucking cares yeah. if it's your imagination does it make you feel good yeah then it works that's magic that's kind of the beautiful thing about faith <clears throat> and and i had this conversation with a friend of mine who was um you know, agnostic, a friend of mine who is atheist. And, you know, this friend was like, there's nothing. And this friend was like, that's cool if you want to believe that. But I want to believe that there's something, even if there's no proof, because it feels good to believe. Yes. Um, you know, that's if you're atheist, you do you. This is not a political or a religious conversation. Well, But, but my point is, it's to, the same to your thing. thing, it's just going, 
feels good to believe in these things and all these things that I feel I've started to do daily for me are things are crystals. I always travel with crystals, tarot's and journaling. And those are things that I've developed over the last couple years. And there it's a practice. It's a daily practice to ground yourself, to center yourself, to listen and hear yourself better. Um, and I love it. So who cares how I'm doing it? That's the thing. You know? Who cares how you get there? Yeah. Just get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember I had a reading done by a woman um, who was, it was a terrifying experience. She predicted my dad's suicide and wow. when mm-hmm. she predicted, she just she never met me before. Didn't know who the fuck I was. And she just like started ripping me apart at the, like, I felt like I had been shredded. Jesus. But one of the things, and she called my need to get sober. Mm. This was well before I was sober. Um, but she did two, th- first was, she said, you have deep anger issues. And I was like, me? I don't have any. And she just, she would, she took a, a picture. She had like a, uh, like almost like a paper doll, only it was on a pit and she would grab colors and just start coloring. And it, like, she just was, and, um, she just grabbed the red and started just scratching out my eyes and scratch. She's like, you see everything through such rage, such rage. And I was like, that's not me. I'm not angry and sure enough a little while later everything when I started getting sober all of the deep unprocessed rage that I had in life Mm. comes out but one of the other things she said was part of your rage is because you're part fae and you can't function in this world Mm. now that's a that's a crazy thing Mm -hmm. let's that's crazy that's crazy for somebody to be like it's because you're part fairy and you don't fully belong here. Mm-hmm. And yet, I was so comforted mm-hmm. to hear that. Mm-hmm. That I don't care. No, the truth will always I don't fucking you care. Does it you. mean like there's a being of magic? Does it mean like what? Like aliens came down and grow waited with tomorrow? Humans and yeah. They get, no, it just means that my energy makeup sometimes is a different. It's like it's like vibrations. If your stereo in your car is emitting vibrations that don't sync with the vibrations of your windshield, your windshield's going to shatter. Mm -hmm. Vibrations do physical things. We just don't have the words to identify all the vibrations. It's the same thing I feel like with astrology. Yeah. Planets vibrate. Like, they might be far away, but they are doing vibrational things. Yeah, like Kim and I have been talking last... your body. I got a book recently. um, Do you know Chani Nicholas? Mm -mm. She's a famous astrologer. Probably my favorite right now, and she wrote a book called uh, You Were born this way or something. I think that's it. Um, but it teaches you how to read your own chart and it's fascinating and it is challenging. This is my thing that I'm trying to get into this year is learning more about astrology and crystals. 
Um, but, uh, the astrology is hard because it really takes a math brain, which I don't oh, have. Oh, it's so, it's it is not so just like, involved. I'm a Gemini and that no. means that it's like, where is your Saturn? And then what house is it in? And like, where all is of your them, Venus at and the right what are the, time? The lines it's geometrical. Yeah. So all it's of very the lines scientific. And so you have to flip back wolf. and forth, flip back and forth. Wah. Um, but I learned so much because I'm, I'm cancer and cancer rising, which always has always put me off because I don't identify as what the stereotype of a cancer is, which is kind of introvert homebody, you know, things like that. I don't describe myself as, but when you really dig in, there's more things about a cancer than that. Biggest one that definitely defines me, which is like, is soft and inside. The sensitivity. It's like soft and the squishy in the middle, hard on the outside. Um, and, uh, and maternal, very maternal. And, uh, but there's things about me when you do your chart that you realize you're like, Oh, like for instance, my Venus is in Leo, which is why my relationships healthy or unhealthy are so attached to me because I have the ability to make people feel seen because Leo the sun. is big the sun and, and the, yeah. yeah. And Venus is love. And so the people that I love, I make feel seen. And so if I obviously take that away or it is taken away or broken, then that is why, you know, that happens. And then the other one is my Capricorn. I have a Capricorn moon, which is where my work Yep. Ethic. Yep. And my yep. Get stamina it done. Get it for done. work it comes from. But, uh, you know, I you guys have probably heard me complain about Mercury retrograde on Twitter. And it is like this Mercury retrograde, which is in Pisces. Mercury retrograde is, is such a bad name for making things go haywire. And Kim and I both had that, you know, experience specifically, I think, with flights. <laughs> um, we tend to have bad flight experiences with the retrogrades. But this one is like retrogrades are are encouraging you to go inward and review and in pisces it's encouraging you to go inward and review emotions your feelings which is why everybody's cray cray right now yeah and people don't like to feel their feelings and i've become quite good at it over the last year and so i've really kind of enjoyed this time not as a happy fun go lucky you know sense uh but more in a Oh, I've really learned some things over the last. It's like clearing out month. your emotional closet. Yeah, it's not necessarily the most fun, fun. activity, but boy, putting those bags yeah. in the goodwill bin feels great. And I don't think I, people are like, "Your ex is gonna, you're, you're gonna get back together with your ex," or things like that. I haven't had those experiences, like things that I fuck up. I've had things happen that were for my greater good. Oh, I think, well, that's, again, my faith and my resonance and mm-hmm. my belief is everything is for your greater good. Yeah. Any Eventually. pain, yeah. if you go on the other side of it, will have a gift. Yeah. It's just whether or not that faith is enough to get me through this pain. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it takes. But, yeah, Mercury is one that is, that's so obvious when it's in retrograde I can feel it like I feel it in my body that's the thing for everyone out there who's like wow you guys are crazy and this is all bullshit yeah I completely one gazillion percent honor that statement because the only reason I'm saying this is in the the awareness that I'm bypassing my brain Mm -hmm. and your brain is saying that's crazy and bullshit and wrong. And I'm saying, 
it's been my experience. And I can't expect you to have my experience. So why would I expect you to have my beliefs? Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Nope. And, th- and it's the same way when other people say, this is how it works. I love that it worked that way for you. I feel like that way with atheists. Like, great. That's how it works for you. Absolutely. That's just not been my experience. Nor does it serve me. But both can be true. Yeah, absolutely. Because nobody fucking knows. That's the thing, man. And none of us are going to find out until it's too late to make anything about it. So try to convince anybody else. Yes. So, um, so it's such a, such a. Like, it is. It, I believe because I, it's fun to believe. That's mm. a quote from Illusions by Richard Bach. Mm. Um, it just... It just feels good. Although I don't do... Because we, we had the superstition uh, uh, episode. And I don't feel like I'm superstitious so much anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. There's. I used to be much more superstitious. Because that was more about... in there. Like, I think there's a difference between the bibbidi-bobbidi-boo magic mm-hmm. feels like my need, just for me, my need to control the outcome. I need to yeah. know that I can have this thing I want. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've surrendered in knowing that if I don't have something, it doesn't serve my highest good. Yeah. And that's a yeah. fucking tough pill to swallow. I mean, I, in those terms, have only developed that recently to go what's meant for me shall arrive oh god and i lose it i lose it constantly i constantly have to be reminded of it and it feels so good when you come back to it oh yes um and i've i've told you guys this that my 2020 mantra is i chase nothing everything that's meant for me comes with ease and i've lived by that mantra over the last you know two months three months and it is glorious to when you feel yourself doing that thing where you're like, well, I need this. Why am I not getting that? Whether it's like FOMO or not getting a role or fighting with a friend or, or whatever. Or legitimate, like the world works a certain way. Yeah. You need money to pay rent. Yeah. You need a response to yeah. cancer. Yeah. Like there are just physical truths of our three dimensional existence mm-hmm. that. Faith won't quote unquote fix. Mm-hmm. It's just how can I settle in this moment mm-hmm. and be present? I'm gonna be present and peaceful. I love Misha did a, a a a big event, art event, a few years ago that I went to, and part of it was handing out a card that said, "It is possible to be happy here," mm-hmm. and I still have that card mm. because it's always true. Mm. It's just Absolutely beautiful. How hard do I need to work to come back to it? Mm-hmm. And I have that argument and that again, that's just my experience. There are other people who say no, it is impossible for me to be happy. And I have to honor that that's their truth. Mm-hmm. But some of these things are tools. That's what it is. They're tools. Believing, yeah. you know, putting to get through this life full out, putting out a glass of wine and some chocolate for fairies. For me, it was a tool to tap into the that? part of me I used to. Yeah, really? I used to a glass of wine and chocolate, red wine and chocolate. And then where does it go? It would disappear, especially the chocolate. Fairies look a lot like raccoons. Oh, I see. You put <laughs> I it outside. Yeah, you put it out. You put it in a like a. Oh. The, I, I don't do it anymore, but I used to just. Oh, a, wow. After this reading, she was like, "Go make, go be friends with the fairies again." You've forgotten how to be friends with the fairies. Oh, I love that. And 
it just switched a little something in me. Yeah. Even if what switched was, I don't do silly, stupid things that seem not logical. Yeah. That's the switch. That, that's all that happened. Sometimes I feel like, and we've talked about this a lot, is like, I, I need something to happen that's big enough. And I'm going to say for me and my experience was big and bad enough for me to go, I can't do this alone. And that's when I had to reach out and be like, eh, who, who's out there? Do you know what I mean? Help. Yeah. And it was never for me like God or religion because those never resonated with me. I've had experiences with them growing up. But for me, it was like, how do I get quiet? Because I'm not a quiet person. So how do I learn to be quiet? And I don't mean quiet as in like speak softer, yeah. you know, or not speak up. I, I still definitely don't believe in that. Peaceful. But to listen, to hear myself is what I wasn't doing. I was making noise to avoid hearing myself. And so, yeah, I developed these practices of all these things we've been talking about just as ways to, to hear what your spirit wants from this life. Well, really? And to see uh, my, my daughter a long time ago, we were driving someplace and she pointed out some flowers that I hadn't noticed because I was driving Right? I got mm-hmm. shit to do and I'm yeah. doing shit. Doing shit. I'm locked. And I said to her, those are beautiful and I would not have seen them if you hadn't showed me. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Remember love that. that you show me beautiful things. And since that moment, she has always, and she has an eye, she mm-hmm. found a hawk in a fucking tree the other day mm-hmm. at school drop-off. And my, my goal is to stop and listen because how is my daughter being, I call her a dragon, Mm -hmm. which is a type of fairy as far as I'm concerned. My daughter is a dragon fairy. Mm. And I've been given this to slow down and see beautiful things. How is that not magic? No. Because before I saw it, it didn't exist in my experience. Then a fairy said, notice the beautiful thing, and now there's, poof, a beautiful there's thing beauty, in my life. More beauty in Like life. magic. That's fucking, I might as, as far as I'm concerned, it fucking works. If it, I feel like this, and again, this can be attributed to many things in life, if it works for you, then it works. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just letting it be a tool and not a voice of fear that tells you you should have control over something don't that is Don't use it as a... Don't use these magical practices as a way to control. Use them as a way to let go. Yeah. And mm. not... And, and experience. Yeah. As opposed to avoiding the experience. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Wow. Again, we See, solved the world. You know what? We might not be scientists, but apparently we are both... Uh, magicians. Magicians. I'll take that. Look at that. Magicians today. I love you, Kim Rhodes. I love you, Brianna Buckmaster. Buckmaster.